offenses in the past, including a 2021 law that banned drive-through voting and 24-hour voting. Support this local newscast and this station now by going to kpft.org and becoming a member. Thanks for tuning in. For KPFT News, I'm Elise Bent. Hey, y'all, it's Rico. On Tuesday, May 23rd from 1.30 to 6 p.m., the Gulf Coast Regional Blood Center will have a mobile van parked adjacent to KPFT. If you've donated before, you know there's probably going to be a few goodies, a pen, a koozie, probably a free shirt. Our address is 4504 Caroline Street in Houston's Museum District. Please make an appointment and roll up your sleeve and save a life at kpft.org. Your action will contribute to helping those in need. And while you're here, make sure to come see our new studio and take a little tour. This is KPFT Houston 90.1. Hi, this is Purell, and I support KPFT Radio because I love listening to the blues programming, the rock programming, the deadbeat program is my favorite. Just saying. So please join me in supporting KPFT Community Radio, radio that you cannot get on any other type of commercial station. Please call to donate at 713-526-5738 or donate on kpft.org. And now it's time for Houston's hottest relationship advice talk show, Love and Black with Tori and Terry. Hey, we're live from the studio of 90.1 FM KPFT, and we welcome you back to another episode of Love and Black with Tori and Terry. This is the show that cultivates positive love conversations. And across from me is my lovely wife, Terry. What's up? How are you today? I'm okay. My allergies are kicking in, but I'm good. I'm good. All right. So if you hear her sneeze or cough or no, wheeze or anything like Don't that. speak it up. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Anyway, we are marriage and relationship therapists, and we're here to answer your questions concerning the matters of your heart. So we just want you guys to sit back and relax and put your listening ears on and enjoy the show. Yes, we welcome and thank you for joining us again today for an unforgettable experience filled with laughter, love, and invaluable insights. Today, we're jam-packed, y'all. We got two guests today. That's right, we're bringing you two. We're introducing Madison Durio, the founder of Minds, Inc., an organization that supports wholeness through mental physical and well-being with a focus on self-awareness, self-care, and self-love. That's right. And we also have our longtime friend, Dr. Angela Jones, certified sex therapist and counselor here to discuss a common problem that we're noticing in a lot of marriages. Is a sexless marriage the symptom of a larger, more serious problem? We're going to dive in, you guys. Listen, as you know, we are in pledge drive mode at KPFT. We need you because KPFT is a member-supported, and we depend on your our valued listeners to bring you guys the quality shows. So, like ours, you know, and many other shirts, shows heard here on KPFT. So, right now, what I want you to do, I want you to call 713-526-5738, extension 1, to donate. And please support KPFT's various shows, such as Love and Black, with my husband and I, Tori and Terry. And don't forget Border Radio with Susan Darrell, who just preceded us. Oh, yeah. She's always <laughs> great. She's great. She's rocking into the weekend. We're right behind her. Also, listen, I got to I gotta make sure I mention this. We're also going to help you plan at least one of your summer events right now for a pledge of $150. We have tickets to see George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelics August 6th at the House of Blues in Houston. So you want to help and support our show. Show with $150 pledge, dial in to 713-526-5738, extension 1. You can also get Morris Day in the time for next weekend. They're going to be uh, at the Cynthia Woods Mitchell Pavilion, and that's go. with Confunction, Ohio <laughs> Players, Rolls Royce, Atlanta Star. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and those are reserved seats, you guys. You cannot beat that. So George Clinton and Parliament House of Blues, 150, 150 for Morris Day in the time, and that gang of folks. Look, so, if, if they don't get it, I'm getting it. I'm yeah, I, I really would like to go. I think I'm that's a my cool baby. way to kick off the Memorial Weekend for next weekend with Morris Day in the time. So listen, so let's dial in, okay? I want you guys to dial in now, 713-526-5738, extension 1, to make your pledge of support. And afterwards, you can call us back on the same number, option 2, for your questions. Because we told you what we're talking about today, so I'm sure y'all going to have questions, okay? Speaking of questions, do you know the number one reason why people people don't give blood 
No. no. Well, no. Give it? No. <laughs> it's because they're not, they're not asked, all right? So I'm asking now. Come on and support KPFTs and the Gulf Coast Regional Blood Center's Blood Drive right here at our studio, 90.1 FM KPFT at 4506 Caroline Street in Houston, Texas on Tuesday, May 23rd from 1.30 p.m. to 5 p.m. Saving lives feels good, and every blood donation helps make a difference in someone's life. Ah, this hour that you take out of your day to donate blood helps a patient in the hospital spend more time with their families. So let's give it forward, all right, and give blood on Tuesday, May 23rd from 1.30 p.m. to 5 p.m. right here at 90.1 KPFT. And we're going to take a short break here, and we're going to be right back with our guests, all right? So you're just going to let him disrespect me like that? I told you I'll handle it. Well, you need to handle it right now. Are you willing to fight for your relationship? Tune in to Love and Black with Tori and Terry on 90.1 FM KPFT. Fridays at noon, Mondays at 12 p.m. and Thursdays at 5 p.m. Hey, and welcome back. Hey, we told you guys we had a jam-packed show for you today, so let's get to it. Yes, our first guest is an advocate of mental health who understands the importance of balancing challenging times and stress. She is the founder of Minds, Inc., a not-for-profit organization focused on promoting mental wellness in the community and providing resources to individuals by offering healthy coping strategies to deal with the challenges and difficulties of daily life. Madison Dorio, welcome to Love and Black with Tori and Terry. Welcome. Hi, thank you guys for having me so much good good how are you today i'm good how are you oh that's much better yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was whispering all in the mic hey you got to talk loud here because okay, we're some you. loud talkers you got to be you. able to over talk us all right okay, okay. all right hey tell us who are you what are you all about um, my name is Madison Dario. I am an 18 years old entrepreneur. Ooh. I'm an early graduate from Shadow Creek High School, and I currently attend the University of Houston. Go Cougs! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, while I am attending college, I decided to found my own not-for-profit in the state of Houston called Minds, Inc. Organization. And the purpose of Minds, Inc. is to help those who do not feel like they have a voice or are afraid to speak up when they are suffering. Because I know for me, I was afraid to speak up, but... My mom was the one that got me through it. Yeah. If you don't mind me asking, what were you suffering from? I was suffering from anxiety and mm. depression. Very, very bad. It's it, really common with teens. I know that. I really, really feel is. like once I started experiencing it, that's when I was like, oh, so it is. It, it's not just me. That's yeah. when I was like, everybody else is going through it. And during the time when I... When I started suffering with it, it was during COVID-19. Oh, yeah. So I was in the house. I was in the bed. That's when it made it worse. I got stuck in the bed. I used to be a person that wanted to go everywhere. I'm ready to rip and run, go. My mom used to pick me up from school. We go to the movies. Like, that's how things were going when school was out. But I got stuck. I I did a complete 360, I feel like. Really? Really? You yes. mean a 180? I mean a 180. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay. My math is off. How did you pull yourself out of it? Which yeah. did? Ooh. Mm-hmm. I got some help. You got help. Yeah. They took a while to get for me to even lead to that point to say I needed help. Mm. I was I was suffering in Good silence. I yeah. was I was. L- let me ask you. So you said that during the pandemic, that's when you your symptoms started to mm-hmm. manifest. Yes. What was going on prior? I know you say you were active and all, but did something happen, or was there a, a, an event that occurred? That made me. That that made you start having the anxiety attacks. Honestly, my childhood. Mm. It was all just from the childhood, okay. childhood trauma. So I, I first childhood experience. Yes, I yeah. I started going through a lot from when I was born to mm. now. Like I have a long story. It's like so much things that were just going on. I was just holding it all in. Mm-hmm. Like I've learned. I was at the time. I was just learning to hold all my feelings in. So from the time I was three. To high to middle school, I was holding feelings in. Yeah. Never, I wasn't communicating. I started seeing a therapist then, so I thought things were gonna get a little better for me. Mm-hmm. But then that's when you meet friends and you think they're your friends, and then that's when the bullying starts, and then you get overwhelmed. Yeah. So then I started holding in even more issues, and I was just carrying it on 
I was carrying my issues for years. Wow. You know, bullying is really prevalent in uh, today's society. What would you tell someone that either you know is being bullied or, you know, just a message to those that may be victims that are in silence? That you're better than them. Mm. You're stronger than them. That's right. You can't let them determine who you are because at the end of the day, they're bullying you because they know you have something that they don't have and they want to have that. Mm-hmm. So was that is that what drove you to start this organization? What was the drive behind starting the organization? The drive behind starting my organization was last year when I finally hit my breakthrough. And I was like, I can do it. If I can do it, somebody else can do it. They can, we can all do it together. Awesome. I'm going to help them. That is awesome. And that, that was really what I mean. I talked to my mom. I sat my mom down. I was like, Mom. I want to start something for mental health that's going to help everybody. And that's when we sat down and we came up with the name Minds. And the reason, Minds is spelled a specific way, too. It's spelled M-Y-N-D-Z. So M-Y stands for taking control of my own responsibility, my own mental health. So I want everybody to prioritize themselves first. And that's the key. That's awesome. It is. I am so excited to be sitting right next to someone that at this young age that has taken control of her life. You know, uh, we've had, um, in a previous show we've done, we've had a teenager on, and they were describing things that they were going through and being depressed and all, and they were giving us some signs and symptoms to look out for. What would you tell someone's parents about their children, uh, you know, from your experience, uh, you know, like if they're listening to a certain type of music or. That's so, that's a great question. You just asked me. Nobody's ever asked me that before. Well, nobody's me. me. Oh, period. Period. (laughs) Great answer. I would tell them to watch at their, their body language. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Really watch their language. Pay attention to them. Pay attention to the timing that it takes for them to walk out their room. Pay attention to them when you say, it's time to eat. Are they coming downstairs to eat? Or are they saying they're not hungry mm-hmm. and they're really hungry? Pay attention to the music. Mm-hmm. What, what type of music in general? Music? Honestly, if it's getting sadder. If you know, let me say for this, when it's Sunday morning, we're listening to some get-up music. We're listening to um, Victory, having some a Fred blast. Hammond, yeah, we're having blast. Kirk, so yeah. if it turns into some sad, you're listening to, uh, is it Donnit? What's his name? Starts with the D. Donald Mc. Something. Donnie McClurkin? Yes, him. It's like a some Oh, don't real, do Donnie like no, that. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. Well, I'm just we, saying, we get the idea. If, if you're listening saying, to depressing if it's, if music. If you're listening yeah, to dep- that, really, the songs the that last 10 to 15 minutes, there's something... Mm. Sure. You yeah. know, I think another sign, too, is if your teen or your um, adolescent is sleeping a lot. Lots of sleeping. Lots of sleep. That, mm-hmm. was, that was my number one. I think that was my number one sign. I didn't get out the bed. I left my computer in the bed with me, turned my camera off, and I was sleeping through. I, it got to the point I was in third period chemistry, and I woke up. It was time for seventh period English, so 10 in the morning, and it's already 2 o'clock. And this one was during COVID. Was during this COVID. was during yeah. COVID. Yeah. I was because I didn't go to school the entire year. They gave you an option, huh? And I didn't go to school at all. Let me ask you this: What is? I want to go back to the event that you're having. What's the mission of the organization? The mission of the organization is to get people to come out that feel like they have suffered from depression or anxiety and they want some help. And they're like, I was going through that before. I've connected with you. I've connected to your story. What are some things that I can do to make sure I can prevent what happened to such and such, my cousin or my sister or my friend, somebody that I know, I don't want that to be me. So what can I do to get out of that and to break that habit? Like I'm going to have my own personal therapist is going to be there to share some Golden nuggets for everybody. She's not going to share my personal experiences, but she's going to make sure that she can answer some questions that certain people have so they can figure out what tips they can use. Like, I know my, I have a, the breathing technique mm-hmm. that she taught yes. me. Is that the stop technique? Yeah, so it's like okay. if you start getting very, very overwhelmed, you stop and you like. Take a breath. Do like three to five times, and I go to ten sometimes if it's really bad. But it works. It works. Yeah, you know, that's one of my, uh, you know, we deal with a lot of patients that have anxiety as well. And that's one of my favorite go-tos 
to let them know, hey, this is STOP technique. And that acronym is very simple. It's S-T-O-P. And you're stopping in the moment. You, you're taking a breath. Because what happens in those moments, we forget to breathe. Right. Even though you're still alive, <laughs> you forget you're to breathe. You're just not really thinking you're, that you need to breathe. Exactly. And so that causes, you know, that helps the, you know, the anxiety, you know, kind of... <laughs> Come to come to the forefront. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. And then you need to observe what's going on. Be mindful in what's going on around you, right? Yes. And then once you do that, if you have any negative thoughts, where's the evidence of the negative thought? Right. right. You know, if there's no evidence there, toss it out. Replace it with something positive, and then the. But P, that's easier said than done. done. Yeah. It's easier said than done, but once you start doing it. Oh, you have to do it over and over again. Yeah, it's a choice. Yeah. In yeah. that moment, it's a choice. Yeah. Dr. Angela, you want to say something? Yeah. So when you were talking about um, what should parents look out for or what, what should parents know, and the thing I tell parents is believe your children, listen yeah. to them, yes. and not diminishing their experiences just because they're young, right? You have to remember that when you were 15 and you were in love, that was real love for you. And no, it's not love at 40, but that doesn't mean it's not real or heartbreak or bullying. Or if they said that hurt my feelings, those things are just as much real as it is to them, as it is to you now at an older age. And we tend to dismiss what happens to our teenagers, our kids, because we're like, you're, you're young, get over it. And, or it sounds so rudimentary or small to us and we tend to just push it away because it's it doesn't like fit into what we believe is a big deal but it's a big deal to them and they tell you and if they don't tell you like she said that they show you um and you have to pay attention don't dismiss it now i'm not saying be over dramatic and make a big deal about everything but don't discount what their experiences are be empathetic to your children. Oh, gee, mom and dad, mm-hmm. are you listening to this? <laughs> that was amazing. Yes. I really wish what you just said, like that was that was the main issue. That's yeah. what sparked my issues. Mm-hmm. What you just said, like I can start crying because that's like what you said was just right go, on. Go ahead and yeah. cry if like, you want to cry. Just please listen to your kids yes. when they say something is wrong. Like just listen. It's yeah. big. It matters. <laughs> yes, it mm-hmm. does. Yeah. It does. Matters something from your experience. Why do you think your parents didn't listen to you initially? Because they think I'm dramatic. Because I was, like I said, when I'm very outgoing, I'm loud, I can be, I like to act. Mm-hmm. So their biggest thing was when I would be like, I'm really sad, like feelings are, they're like, oh, you're, you're acting, girl. You, you're all right. You're just, you're just going through a little phase. You'll be all right. You're going to be okay. And then it got to the point where they were like, oh, mm. It's not a phase anymore. Like, it was bad. Like, my mom, my dad, and my grandpa were at the house with me, and they were all outside. I will never forget because I was listening through the window, watching them talk, and they were like, maybe it's, you know, maybe it's not a phase. Maybe it is time we, we start. So they were trying to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, they were they all. They were thinking it was just their <laughs> issues they had going on affecting me. And I'm like, mm. for once, can you pay attention? It is not y'all. It is me. Absolutely. Like, it's and you me. Know, Dr. Angela, you said something really important, and that is they're thinking, oh, this too shall pass. Right. You know? right. And especially, like you said, they're not thinking about when they're, you know, they're thinking from a 40-year-old perspective mm-hmm. opposed to, and knowing that, you know, if it's if it's young love, that, you know, that'll pass, right. blah, blah. But it's like in that moment, it's real. it doesn't that feel like it's going to pass. That is your life. That is the space and time that you're living in, mm-hmm. and it is that crucial to you. Yes, and so yeah. we have to um, think outside the box as it relates to our family members. It doesn't have to be our children. It could be, you know, a niece, a nephew, um, your best friend's child, your godchildren, anything, you know, I mean, I think we need to uh, really look at our kids from a village perspective Mm -hmm. and be willing to have the hard conversations. Just as much energy as it takes for a parent to say, oh, it'll be fine, get over it, it's not a big deal, you're being dramatic, you could have took that same energy and said, come here, give me a hug, Mm -hmm. we could talk about it later if you want to. It takes exactly the same amount of time, exactly the same amount of energy. And Mm -hmm. that's positive energy versus negative negative energy. energy. Yes, Yes. letting them know I'm here when you're ready, I'm here, so that they know that they have someone they can trust. Yeah, And Dr. Angela, you said something uh, before 
that resonated with me as well. You said that we as adults, we tend to forget about we were that age or mm -hmm. what happened. And a lot of times is that we know our children don't believe us when right. we say that we went through the same things that they're going through. And uh, in this day and age, mm -hmm. I mean, kind of we did, but we didn't because right. we didn't have the technology that, that, that they have now. But uh, in saying that, I want parents to realize that we all carry some traumas from yeah. uh, childhood, and we call those adverse childhood experiences, and we deal with that a lot, uh, especially with men. So we just want to, um, you know, to let you parents out there know that you have to have some empathy with your children. Don't consider them being as being dramatic. Don't consider them as, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, oh, they're changing or they're going mm -hmm. through something. Be a part of their lives, and if they're trying to let you in, because it's not easy for mm -hmm. children to resonate it's with their parents. So if they're trying to let you in, let's let them speak their piece. Here. Right. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's shift back to the event you're having. All right. Where is it going to be, and who's going to be there? And I, for know. starters, you're going to be there. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Come see Love and Black with Tori <laughs> right there at the Herman Park Conservatory. Yes, yes. at the. Her Will you answer the question of where it was going to be? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Close your ears. You didn't hear that. Go ahead, yeah, Madison. Let's start over. Sunday Fun Day at the park is going to be at Hermit Park Conservatory from 2 to 5. And make sure you bring some tennis shoes and workout gear because you must work out to participate and have fun. So, you know, to feel good, you got to look good. Mm. And to look good, you got to feel good. So it all goes hand in hand. It's all one together. So we're going to have a panel discussion. We're also going to have step dancers there. We're going to have workout instructors there. You can also bring your kids because we have face painters there, a bounce house there, and snow cones. So it's nice. going to be fun. So you said step dancers. Is that step dancing lessons or is that step dancers? Oh, no, you're going to get to dance with them. They're going to teach you how to step dance. You know? Uh-oh. So is this Chicago stepping? No. You, you probably don't even no. know what I'm hey, talking about. I don't even know. <laughs> Look, it's step dancing. Just accept that. Yeah. <laughs> just come ready to just do a one-two step. You know, something fun. Got just it. get everybody going and in the groove. Is there, is there a cost? There's no cost at all. Just got to show up and have fun. Be yeah. ready to learn, too. Be ready to listen as well. So would you, if you were to say who could come, would you say more families should come or just anyone with maybe health challenges? I would say everybody. I would say bring your family because families, you know, they go through things as well. Mm -hmm. And then individuals also go through things as well. So, honestly, like I said, it's it's a free-for-all event for everyone to come. Good. You can bring your grandmas, your grandpas, too. You can all come. <laughs> what else can we expect to see from the organization and yourself as time goes on? As time goes on, you can expect to see me in here for me a lot more. I have an Instagram page, so I do little golden nuggets Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And I would like to someday be where you guys are with minds, you know, talking to people and getting them to open up. So that's really the main goal for me. And I know right now I don't have any more upcoming events, but I know for Black Friday I will definitely be having a toy drive downtown Houston area where we'll be having like five 18-wheeler trucks filled with toys and bikes for kids to come out. So just make sure you remember I said that so you can know to come and look for me downtown Houston on Black Friday this year. Well, you know, we may want to be a part of that as well. So of course. Uh, for yeah, sure. Definitely. definitely partner. Yeah. Of course. That'd be great. Cool, cool. Um, let me ask, what is your major now? My major is business management. You think? Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 if you're interested in doing what we're doing, I would also suggest that maybe you do a minor in communication. Look and at that. <laughs> Are you listening, Mom? No. <laughs> Did you already okay. tell her that? You see, we go with, she wants me to, because I've changed, I want to be a lawyer for the longest time. And I started going through, you know, my mental health things. And I was like, and I went to see my therapist. I was like, I'm going to be a psychologist like you, psychologist like you. Then after a while, I'm like, oh, no. Mm -mm. Started going to school, started doing everything. I'm like, business management. We're going to do everything. We're just going to yeah. do it all by yourself. So that's what I'm going to do. But you said communication as the minor? Yeah, because uh, if you want to do this, and, you know, to be frank, I mean, <laughs> at, you know, I told you we're just having a conversation here. But as we go, went on, you found your voice. Yes. And it's not, it, it looks easy, huh? Eh. 
you know, you get there. You're doing good. You you're you're doing very good. This is only my second radio interview, too. Interesting. Well, we're glad to have you here. Hey, look, Madison, we really thank you for being part of our show today, and we do look forward to participating in the event. And it is an honor, and we thank you for inviting us for to be a part me of that. Thank you for having me here, Mr. Smith. <laughs> Just call me Tori. Okay. <laughs> Respectfully. Yes. I like that. I like that. Anyway, don't forget. Herman Park Conservatory this Sunday from 2 to 5 p.m. Admission is free. Even though we'd like for you to show up to RSVP is preferred, and you can go to, and I'm going to spell this out first, M-Y-N-D-Z Matter, and that's M-A-T-T-E-R, dot org. So that's MindsMatter.org. It's Sunday, this Sunday, the 21st. The 21st. Okay, at the Herman Can Park. Can I say one more thing, though? For you me? just did. Oh. <laughs> you want to say something else? Something else <laughs> on top of that. If you do not show up to the event this weekend, you can join my website. My website is minds, with the Z, dot health. I have not said that yet because you had to come to the event to know and to get those highlights and insights. But I will tell you guys that if you do not show up to the event, you can stay in touch with me at www.minds with a Z dot health. That, and with a Y. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. And with a Y. Correct. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it's funny. This, this is a little thing here. Uh, so we did the, my wife and I did the um, the drops for your uh, event at the CW. And mm-hmm. it took me like three or four times to do it just because <laughs> I kept saying, this word is misspelled. <laughs> and uh, yes. even though I knew what it was, mm-hmm. I kept looking at it and I was like, okay, it's mine's. Don't don't worry about the spelling. So I had to do it like a few I different know. times. It's M Y N D Z. Yeah, and, and that's very unique. And you know, that's why I did it. I ag- like to be different. Again, we enjoyed having you here, <laughs> and we thank you. And this is so huge for someone your age to recognize mental health and how it affects people, including yourself. And yes, um, sir. you know, if someone tells you that they don't have any problems or whatever. They're lying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're lying. Because everybody, everybody got has something wrong. <laughs> everybody got something going on with them. I so. agree. Anyway, we are going to go to commercial, but we'll be right back. So uh, it's been a while since, you know. I know what? You know what? That's because that's all you want. <laughs> I can have a bag over my head for all you care. Yeah, yeah, don't start. You started it. FYI, it's called lovemaking. And if you really cared, you'd call them. Who? Has the intimacy between you and your partner left the building? Get it back by listening to the advice of Love and Black with Tori and Terry on 90.1 FM KPFT, Fridays at noon, Mondays at 12 p.m. and Thursdays at 5 p.m. Hey, and welcome back. Hey, don't forget about our pledge drive here at KPFT. For a pledge of $150, we have two pairs, not one, but two pairs of reserved seats for the Flashback Funk Fest featuring Morris Day and The Time. For those of you that know, remember 777-9311? Don't call that number anymore, though, because I don't think, I think it's defunct. But anyway, the Morris Day and The Time, Rolls Royce, Zap Band, Confunction, The Ohio Players, and Atlantic Star. It's packed. Huh? It's, 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 packed. it's packed. Those, those old heads like myself, you know, you, you guys know what's up. Anyway, that'll be Saturday, May 27. That's Memorial Day weekend, right? So Saturday, May 27, gates open at 4 p.m. Show starts at 5. Remember, it's only for $150 pledge. And you're supporting your favorite programs right here on KPFT 90.1 FM, right? I, I, I want to go. I'm serious. I, I do want to go. Right. <laughs> so listen, let me tell you. You know we've got, I told you it was packed today. And forgive me if I sound a little nasally, you know, I got my allergies going. This is really bad. The allergies this year have really ramped up. So, um, but anyway, I want to talk to you about, uh, you know, we're getting ready to shift, y'all. We're getting ready to go into, um, we're going to start talking about, like kind of the sexual healing and things like that. So we're going to need you to put the kids away. Um, when I say put them away, maybe this is the best time to put them down for a nap 
or maybe put on their favorite show. You might want to do that uh, just to kind of get them out the room. And this is the time also where you can call in. And we, you know, that number, we've given you that number before. And that number to call us is 713-526-5738. That would be option two if you have questions because we're getting ready to talk about sexual. And we're going to try to, we're going to talk about sex, actually the lack of sex. uh, And we're going to talk about some sexual healing, try to get you, uh, get you going, maybe jumpstart, huh? So let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about it. Right now, here to help us talk about it is our guest, who is a certified sex therapist and counselor, Dr. Angela Jones. Dr. Angela L. Jones is a licensed professional counselor and public speaker. She currently serves as the lead therapist and founder of Get Centered Counseling and Consultants, LLC, and CEO of the Limbic Plan, LLC. With over 14 years of working experience providing mental health care and services, her services focus on adult clientele with a wide range of emotional, behavioral, and sexual problems. She has been able to speak and host events that have garnered more than 5,000 attendees in the Houston area. She's also on every Wednesday night on Fox 26 on the Isaiah Factor, Uncensored, with her own segment entitled Angela After Dark for over three years and running now. Dr. Angela Jones currently lives in Houston, Texas, where she lives with her husband, Dallas Jones, her daughter, Zoe Jones, and her son, Dallas E. Jones, and their dog, Ivy Jones. Learn more about Dr. Jones at GetCentered.com. She's here with us today. Welcome to our show, Dr. Angela Jones. Woo-hoo. Hey. <laughs> As we have a little mishap here. What's going on? <laughs> hey, uh, we, we, we welcomed you on earlier and, and also... We are just glad to have you. It's been a while since uh, since we've seen each other, though. I know. I've missed you guys. Yeah. It really, but you know, you guys are just so popular. You know, you're doing your thing. I, I watch you from afar. I'm very proud of you guys. We appreciate that. <laughs> we definitely Thank appreciate you for the support. It. Of course, anytime. You know. Okay, so you know what we're about to do. Oh, yeah. We're about to do our <laughs> rapid fire. You know, we do our rapid fire. So this is me and you. Do not look at him. Why? Because he always, you know how he's done in the past. He always tries to interject. This is my <laughs> segment. So we're doing our rapid fire. So we're going to just go. I'm not gotten a lot better at that. You just did. You just <laughs> look, look, you, you, you proven yeah. on point, man. <laughs> okay, here we go. I'm ready. Apple or Android? Apple. Okay. Married or single? Single. TV or radio? TV. Stilettos or thigh high boots? Thigh high boots. <laughs> Nursing or bottle? Nursing. Okay. Beyonce or Cardi B? Beyonce. Okay. <laughs> Last but not least, staycation for two or couples group getaway? Couples group getaway. Woo, see, that was so look how she did that. Seamless, just seamless because she's wonderful and she's fabulous. <laughs> she's I'm so glad to have her. I know, right? Hey, that's um, cute. I like that. <laughs> why, why, why Beyonce so hard? Why, why, why you well, she's that? a Virgo. I'm a Virgo. Oh, her birthday, our birthdays are close. I feel like I grew up with her. Uh-huh. Yeah. I love Cardi B. First of all, let me just say that I love Cardi B. But I think I just grew up with Beyonce since I was. I mean, we're we're the, we're the same age. Um, it's a kinship. So there's, you yeah. know, when you grow up with people, it's the same way I feel about like Tia and Tamara. I grew up with them yes, too. Yes. So I just feel like we grew up together. She's from Houston. Yeah. So I, am I, am I, I a so beehiver? Old. I don't know if I'm a beehiver, but I am, I, I'm a huge fan. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what they call it? That's what they call it when you're like, like die hard Beyonce. Okay. I, I I've never met Beyonce personally, mm-hmm. although my wife is, um, her mom's doppelganger. I get it often. <laughs> right. I got it in California, but I really get it here. I mean, ever since we, we've been back to Texas, well, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm from here, but my wife isn't. But ever since we've been here, everywhere we go, people do double takes. and Look at that. Yeah. 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 Well, it's a beautiful family, so it's a compliment. Yeah, yeah they're, they are. <laughs> it's definitely so, considered a compliment. So yeah. I even have a funny Beyonce moment. So when I was playing ball, uh, you know Hank's ice cream? Oh, yeah. Okay, they so good ice cream. I know, right? Been going there since I was a kid, right? Yeah. So, uh, Mr. Hank and I were, I mean, you know, very cordial. He knew my grandfather and all. And I had my uh, my picture, you know, hanging up on the wall there. Mm-hmm. And so I came back, uh, you know, after a couple of years, 
and my picture was gone. <laughs> and it was replaced with not just Beyonce, but it was the you know Destiny's Child. Destiny's Child. Yes. And I said, Mr. Hank, where's my picture? <laughs> he said, When you look as good as them, <laughs> then I could put it back yeah, up. Right. And I'm like, What? You got all these walls in here, right? But uh, shout out to Hanks. But anyway, uh, yeah, you know, and uh, rest in peace, Mr. Hank. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that, that's my funny Beyonce story. And now that we're in the business, hopefully one day we can meet her. But um, <laughs> you know, our topic today is about. A sex is a sexless. I can't even say it. Is a sexless marriage the symptom of a much larger and serious problem? From experience, I believe the obvious answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just because we know, but it could also stem from a plethora of different symptoms such as right. health problems, marital conflicts, uh, sexual trauma, lack of a an emotional or physical connection. Mm-hmm. Can you um, kind of shed some light? On, on this from your perspective? Absolutely. So sexless marriage is defined a certain way. If you have sex 10 times or less in a whole year, you are considered a sexless marriage. So it could be from zero to 10. Even though you love each other? It's still it a sexless marriage. It didn't say it's a loveless marriage. Right. It's a uh, sexless marriage, right? So that's the, the definition. So if anybody wants to know what that actually means. So 10 times or less. 10 times or less. So you do, do a tally mark on the bedpost? I guess so. You know, wow. <laughs> you probably don't even need to. You can just do it on your hands, right? So, um, but on average, an average normal, and I'm saying average, which means this is a whole bunch of numbers put together, average normal, and that's in air quotes for those who can't see me, a normal marriage has sex about 56 times a year. Okay, so that is like the average amount of time. So I just want to get that out there so we know like what statistics we're talking about and what we're working with. Now, when it comes to a sexless marriage, I feel like there's two, there's actually three categories. And I feel like the one that we want to talk about today is only in one. Okay, so one is health, right? Two people in a marriage having health issues and they literally just cannot physically have sex anymore. Either that's because of age, diagnoses, disease, something, and they both know like we're sick. We can't do it anymore. So there's an agreement there. So we're not talking about them. But you know what? For men, mm-hmm. it's hard for men to actually admit that they have an issue. You're much right. less even go to a urologist to find out what's exactly. going on. Exactly. So but they're not in this we're not that's not the category. We're talking about two people mutually in a space of we physically can't. The other category is we both agreed that um we don't want to. So there's actually marriages out there that two people said, you know, we are just not interested in that. We don't enjoy it and we don't want to have sex anymore. We're not talking about them either. No, we're not. Okay. So those two categories, I put that out there because there's always going to be people who call in or say, or maybe make comments on your page, say, but what about this? So we're not talking about those two categories of people. Mm-hmm. What you're talking about is actually part of part three, oh. which is what we're going to be able to kind of discuss. Okay. So I put all that out there so we could kind of get like a basis of like what we do in today. Got it. Got it. <laughs> since you know we have limited time here mm-hmm. um i mean and we don't even know if i mean if someone calls in you right. know, they may have a specific type of question but uh, a lot of the challenges that i'm seeing doesn't necessarily have to deal with health related issues mm-hmm. it's stemming from resentments or right. the lack of an emotional connection mm-hmm. right and uh even though we try to um get couples to realize, hey, let go of these resentments. Let, you know, get closer, connected, you know, establish Mm -hmm. a a relationship within yourselves. Because a lot of times there's no reciprocity. Right. And I say all the time, there's no relationship without reciprocity. Right. So what do we, what do we do? uh, You know, what do you do? Actually, I know what we do, but what do Mm -hmm. you do in those situations where your clients are saying, you know, there's nothing physically wrong with us. We just can't or we just don't or won't well you know the thing is sex we have to remember is a way of communicating with your partner so when people come in and say you know we just don't like each other anymore we have resentment all the things that you just said you're telling me that you're not communicating well there's the there is the verbal communication and we have taken away physical communication in our relationship um So I don't really start with, let's talk about why you're not having sex or does it feel good or it doesn't feel good. I want to talk about when did that resentment start? When did that hurt start? Because what happens is, is that we think that 
And it does happen. Like there's this big event that happens and it does. Sometimes there's infidelity or betrayal and those type of things. Those are huge events that create dishonesty. Yeah. Right. But then there's also what I call drops in a bucket, right? You have a big bucket and it's just drops of water, drops of little things over time that's collecting, that's creating and building a resentment and contentment in this relationship. And then when it comes time, when they come to me and you say, what's going on, they don't really know what to say. Because it's so much. And a lot of those stem from unresolved issues. And my wife and I, we like to call it balloon animosity, Mm -hmm. right? Where all these, so the balloon only has capacity for so much air. Right. So all of these resentments, all of these issues, all of these unresolved uh, challenges that they're having, they're filling this balloon up. Then all of a sudden the balloon pops, explodes. Right. You know, there's also too, and I've had friends that have shared this with me. And they've been conversations because they get real. For those who have been married for long periods of time, Mm -hmm. and they love their mate, but they really don't like them. You know, I mean, they really, they're no longer turned on by them. It's the the light in which they see them in. They Mm -hmm. don't feel that amorous feeling for them, you know. That's what we're talking about. That's desire. Yeah, right. Exactly. The so lack of. I love you. I'm loyal to you. I'm committed to you. I'll do anything for you, but I don't desire you. Exactly. Mm. And desire is the one element that's the most important element in a healthy sex life. Now, we know normally women, when they're not feeling you, you ain't getting none, right? That's true. But a lot of Absolutely. We, we notice. <laughs> we know- <laughs> We notice a lot of, uh, of men, though, lately haven't been feeling their spouses right. or their girlfriends or whatnot mm-hmm. and thus they're not wanting to have uh relations Correct. right so uh we, hey we want to open up the phone lines and the number here is 713-526-5738 extension 2 to reach us if you guys uh want to call in uh looks like we have cody on the line hey cody cody you there Hello? Hi. Hey, Cody, how are you? Hi, Cody. Hey, what's going on? Hi, how you guys doing? How are you doing? How are you? You have a a question for either us or Dr. Angela? Yes, I had a question for all you guys. I I know you guys are talking about sex and marriage. Mm -hmm. And um, I wanted to know, in my my experience, it, it seems like, you know, like during the beginning of a relationship, like the dating, uh, sex is like very prevalent right and the more closer that you know we become or like let's say we move in together or we talk about getting married and it seems like the sex slows down i want to know like do you guys run into that a lot or maybe you can shed some light on why that is life yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely well here's the thing when you first get and i'm not saying people are objects but when we get a new shiny iphone or a computer i mean we're enthralled with it we're infatuated with it we want to know everything about it we actually do everything we need to do to find out what we can do to make this whatever the best it can be and it's the same thing we kind of do in relationships we're kind of it's it's an infatuation absolutely so it's a stage of just like curiosity and this person is still a mystery to you and you just want to understand this person so it creates like this excitement inside of us and then it's physically it feels great because again it's a new feeling it's a new person and you're just like discovering one another and you still get those little butterflies in your Mm -hmm. stomach so you know that's the beginning what people say like the honeymoon stage of a relationship and what happens is there's a moment where things start to settle either because of an argument or tragedy or life right so like saying like we're going to move in together that's now you're not thinking only I just want to spend time with you, hold your hand, have sex with now you. You're there with me right? all the now time. Now we're thinking like, oh my God, what if I don't like the way he decorates? And oh my God, so he's leaving his shoe on the floor and she's leaving all her makeup on the counter and there's hair on the shower. Like now it's like we're starting to see these little things that are not sexy that don't turn us on and make us look at the other person differently. So we start to slightly pull away and also just. As, as they said, it's life, bills. Now we have to talk about money. Like, these things are not fun. Expectations of right? the relationship. Expectations yeah. change the relationship. And when you say we're going to move in together, at first you're like, we're going to have sex all the time. This is going to be great, right? <laughs> but really what it is is that you're about to live 
life with that person. And that is difficult. Yeah. Yeah, the, the shiny starts to fade, right? you know, from the fresh new sparkle. But yeah, the person that you enjoyed having sex with, though, it's still is still there. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is now you're going to have to work harder, not because you don't desire them or you don't think they're pretty or anything like that. It's like now we're going to have to be a little more purposeful with our actions. Exactly. More yeah. intentional. Absolutely. Yeah. To keep it to keep it growing. I hope that helped, Cody. Yes, it did. Thank you very much. No problem. Thanks yeah. for calling. Yeah, thank you for calling. And, you know, another part of that is the fact that, I mean, when, when we get into these relationships, right, and I, actually I want to switch it to this new age now where mm-hmm. people aren't really thinking about getting married, but not only do they want to have a relationship with the person they're with, mm-hmm. but then they want to open it up to everyone else, right? Right. <laughs> when you get my age or whatever, mm-hmm. it, it ain't happening like that, mm-hmm. right? What do you say to those younger people that are, I mean, because back in the day, it was just for us just date, dating around or just messing around. Right. But now they want to have a relationship and have their cake and eat it too. So the thing is, is that what is happening is the new age, and I'm putting that like in air quotes, is that they are just more open in regards to different types of relationship, even though traditionally and and I'm not going to get into religion or anything like that. Traditionally, it's one man, one woman, right? And I'm saying traditionally, maybe in the last century, um, it's one man, one woman for the rest of your life. And that's it. And we thought that that meant that all your desires turn off, your eyes turn off, you can't do anything. So it turns off. And that has been shown time and time again, that is not realistic. Hmm. It's not realistic. But what you do is say, I want you to honor your word, which is still realistic. So it, but now what people are saying is, look, I, I can love more than one person at the same time. I want to be with you, but I also want to be with this person. It doesn't mean I love you any less. Now that's a harder pill to swallow and an ego booster. And I'm not saying that's for anyone or everyone, but what I'm saying is there is some truth in that space as well. It's just, I think right now people are just trying to navigate it and trying to find stability. So I don't knock it. I I, I just know it's, it's not for everyone. Right. And it's okay. You know, you, I'm married and I intend on staying married and I intend on staying married with the person I'm with, but I will be a fool to think that he doesn't look at other women and think, man, she's beautiful. Right. Or have a conversation with someone and be like, this was a really comforting conversation. Right. My thing is you are now responsible to keep your word. So that's all it can be. Right. And so it's almost like that. Be (laughs) angry, but sin not. Right. You know, so (laughs) in the other way, I'm a I'm a realist. I'm a real I'm a I'm a very realistic person. And my thing is, is just like I don't expect you to just shut off everything who you are and what your desires are, because I'm just all that in a bag of chips. Yeah. Because marriage as an institution, now when we're talking about traditional, I'm talking about traditionally, centuries, was not about love. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about one man and one woman. It was about, it was about raising a farm, raising a family. It was to about economic dependence yep. and family stability. Yep. And that really was it. Exactly. And, it, it was, and procreation. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's what it was for. It was not for love. Yeah. We recently have become like in 19... 30s started introducing this idea of romance and love when movies came out and stuff like that. So this is kind of our way of living is still kind of new. Yeah. Hey, let's shift a little bit. Now we're going to go to my favorite segment of the day, (laughs) which is the letter of the day. And actually, it's everybody's favorite because everybody, they can't wait for the letter of the day. So let me get into this. Dear Tori and Terry, I am a newlywed and am extremely worried. My husband and I have had sex once since we married seven months ago. We are 27 and 29 and have been together since freshman year in college. One of y'all were a freshman. (laughs) Anyway, we are very busy in our professions and personal lives. My husband is a recovering addict and he claims he's tired most of the time. Although we work long days, I'm ready to start a family. We often argue when sex comes up in a conversation. Our families keep asking when we plan to have a baby. We have no romantic chemistry between us, and I'm literally afraid if we made a mistake by getting married. I have caught him watching porn and messaging other women on social media. I tried ordering toys 
sexy lingerie, etc. Really? <laughs> lingerie, I know, I know. <laughs> anyway, but he just laughs it off when I try. Please help me figure out if I'm doing something wrong or is it that he's not into me? And if not, why did he marry me? Don't get me wrong. As weird as it seems, we really do love each other. Thank you for this opportunity. Um, and me uh, having pre-read the letter, mm-hmm. I see three basic fundamental issues here. One, starting with the lack of communication. Mm-hmm. Although she's trying to communicate, the communication is broken there. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reasons, uh, you know, it seems like it's on his part, but it could be the way, you know, we always say it's not what you say, it's how you say it. So that's one of the things I would say she would probably need to, um, you know, look at. Secondly, the husband is emotionally neglecting the wife, which is what I was stating earlier about that lack of emotional connectivity. And then third, the wife's feelings have been hurt as well as she's probably feeling hurt because of the constant rejection. Well, and that was humiliating to laugh at her. Yeah. That was humiliating. So, you know, you have to be really mindful of your partner, even if you're, this is your situation, but in conversations... Really be mindful of your delivery, of what it is you have to say, and your your body expressions, all of that. I mean, your body language, all of that really plays out. And it can be very detrimental to a very, very serious topic. So make sure that you have these discussions in the proper place. You know what I mean? You want to make sure that you're not always having it in the bedroom. You can keep it light fair, but the, the most important thing is is show up for your partner as a good human being. Really and truly, don't humiliate. Don't. Try to be solution-driven. There's something in this that a lot of people don't talk about, and I'm going to say it real briefly. First, my thought is I'm not a shrewd, and I'm not saying that this is the right or wrong way, but they've been together for a very long time, Mm -hmm. which means they've had sex probably for a good six, seven years before they actually even got married. They ran their course, not total course but what i'm saying is all that excitement that you thought you were gonna get in your marriage you've been having sex for seven years so now you're going into your marriage i love you but with dunning doing a lot already so you like what the caller said right right so you expect what me saying i do is going to create like this huge sex revigoration in your marriage and it's not going to do that plus another thing that was said was addiction right addiction does things to your body and your mind and so even though he it sounds like he may be neglecting her communication i wonder what it was like during his his addiction was she neglecting him was she there for him i mean there's so many elements in this letter that i'm hearing it's like here's what's important she never stated what type of addiction right it could have been a sexual addiction Mm -hmm. could have been uh, you know substance abuse right she never stated right so I'm. I mean, the prevalent answer well, is always. Well, she said recovering, but then she did say she caught him watching porn. So right. I don't. I yeah. think it's something else. Well, it I could be. But I'm just saying, yeah, with, without her right, stating right. it, right, I mean, right, right. Yeah, you know, we don't know the backstory. To, right. Sure. Yeah. So I, I just feel like they are, like you said, you found three elements. I can hear like six yeah. mm-hmm. different things that are going on in this marriage that well, probably have to be apart. addressed. Right, right. <laughs> I could have picked it apart. I just Absolutely. Said, I, I wanted more time for you guys. But um, let's talk about remediation then. Uh, I never heard her say anything about counseling. Right. Even yeah. though she's reaching out to us and we appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but she never said anything about them seeking counseling. Right. Which is one of the things that I would suggest to any couple, mm-hmm. whether you're in a relationship, whether you're married, seek counseling in order to uncover these types of things in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, you know, if you do premarital counseling and then, you know, I mean, it may or may not come up, but at least you guys have a head start on knowing what's going on. Right. You know, I have to say this, and I don't know if you all picked up on this. Considering this letter and the contents, she didn't sound sad. She sounded kind of upbeat about it, like, you know, we, I mean, it, we love each other. We're going to be I fine. Didn't get we that, just, I didn't get a bunch of sad from her. I did not get a broken feeling. Well, she's worried. She's concerned, but I didn't get a real sad. I didn't. I think she laid it out there, and I think she's very optimistic. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing. But I would say, I would say this. There's a lot of emphasis on him. Mm -hmm. You did ask, you know, is there something I'm doing? I would strongly suggest if if you guys are not talking about counseling together, if that's not something he's open to, but I definitely think you should get some. 
Yeah. I think you should get some. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Dr. Andrew, I agree. I mean, the counseling, that is the lack that I, I didn't hear them trying to seek help from anybody else. They've been trying to create the fix within themselves. And clearly, after you've been together that long, you're not the solution. You need someone else to come in and mediate and help you guys through this so you can actually create a new marriage for yourself. It sounds like there's a lot of trauma that's happened. Um, and there has to be some healing that happens individually as well in order for you guys to thrive and even feel connected physically again. Yeah. And I have to say this, the baby is not the fix. Never. Okay, please. Please don't have a baby just for that. No, don't. Yeah. That's not the fix. Yeah. No. Hey, guys, we thank you all for uh, our, our audience. Our- it's just so about, fast. just about, but not yet. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Dr. Angela, can you tell people how to reach you? Sure. You can um, go to my Instagram page at Dr. Angela Jones, or you can go to my website at AngelaJonesPhD.com. Um, and those are the main two platforms. You can send me an email, a DM, um, and I'll try to get back to you as soon as I can. I can't promise the time frame. I kind of suck at responding sometimes, but I promise I try. <laughs> That's All realistic. Right. And don't forget about Sunday Fun Day this, yes. in the park this weekend, May 21st, at two, starting at 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. at Herman Park at the conservatory. We want uh, you not to just meet us there, but beat us there, all right? Hey, look. As we close, keep in mind that sometimes there are ebbs and flows in sexual desire within marriage and relationships. However, there's an open line of communication and a willingness to work together. So your marriage, they can survive these challenges without trouble, but you have to work on them daily. So in order to work on them daily, uh, you know, the communication has to be there counseling has to be there so we just want you guys to know if you need counseling hey check out our show go to our website and uh and uh give us a call as well yeah and don't forget about our pledge drive and be sure to call in to make your donation or become a sustainable sponsor dr angela thank you so much for for joining us today where can people reach you you said again you gave them your your Mm -hmm. website and you know what you can always contact us too if you want to get with her because she's one of our partners we thank you guys we are here every friday live where you can contact us and speak to us with your questions and then you can catch the replays on mondays and on thursdays you're right here on 90.1 fm kpft make love not war Danica Patrick and proud aunt. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. One in six. That little girl sitting alone at the playground, she can't play like the other kids. She doesn't have the energy because she's hungry. School lunch will be her only meal today. It breaks my heart that this is the reality in our country, but it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. This food is then provided to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about using your imagination, learning, and having fun. These children shouldn't have to miss out on simply being a kid because they're hungry. To find out how you can help end childhood hunger in your community, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Ordinary people with extraordinary stories to tell define a community, our community, and only award-winning So What's Your Story, Wednesdays at 6 p.m. on KPFT Houston, the only show in Houston devoted exclusively to storytelling, can take us on journeys through the souls of our neighbors, families, and friends. Hi, 
I am Hank Rubichek, producer of So What's Your Story? Thanks to you, we've been doing it since 2008, and because of you, we can keep going strong. So please, call 713-526-5738, option 1, or go to kpft.org, then to donate, and I'd be grateful if you name So What's Your Story as one of those shows you love. Good morning, and welcome to the Inner Kid Radio Hour. Next up, it's Woody Guthrie. Stop! What is it? Turn back to dial. Why? It's Inner Kid Radio. What is Inner Kid Radio? It has music.